0: everyone now i reckon this could be our most exciting podcast episode to date because we're going to be talking about one of the most exciting destinations in the world i think and you'll find out more in a moment i'm joined by lauren hi lauren
1: hi steve hi everyone listening
0: you're excited by this one as well
1: really excited actually because i've never been to this destination so i'm keen to know more about it
0: now before we reveal where we're going um I love a good stat and I have been looking at Wikipedia so the guys may correct me on this at the moment because you know what Wikipedia is like but this destination apparently had over 62 million uh, visitors uh, in 2017 and apparently has three of the most of the top 10 visited tourist attractions in the world according to Wikipedia. We'll find out if that's true in a little bit. So today we are off to New York City and we are really excited to be joined by two fabulous guests all the way from New York City. So um, first off, I think it's good afternoon to Reginald. How are you doing?
2: Good, hello, Steve. Thank you. Good afternoon, and Lauren. Um, Lauren. For
0: the listeners, <laughs> for the listeners uh, at home and wherever they're listening, uh, can you just do a quick introduction as to uh, where you're from, if that's okay?
2: Sure. So, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, my name is Reginald charlotte I am managing director of Tourism Development for NYC and Company, the city's destination marketing organization and Convention and Visitors Bureau. Um, and I'm ta- speaking to you live here from Cobble Hill, Brooklyn, in New York City.
0: Fantastic. We're going to be learning a little bit more about Brooklyn in a little bit. So uh, thank you. And we're also joined by Haley. Hi, Haley.
3: Hi, Steve. Hi, Lauren. Thanks so much for having me today.
0: You're more than welcome. We're very excited to have you here. So uh, for the listeners as well, just a quick, uh, quick- background to yourself?
3: Excellent. So I'm Haley Ward. I'm vice president of sales here at Hudson Yards, um, which is New York's newest neighborhood. Um, I've been a New Yorker myself for the last 11 years. And I am also coming to you live from Manhattan from Hudson Yards itself.
0: Amazing. I think Lauren and I are both very jealous. would much rather be swapping places with you right now. And uh, we're going to be learning all about New York City as we go. And uh, like I said, Lauren and I are super excited because we've never been, but it is top or very, top, uh, very close to the top of our list of places to go. Um, so we're very excited. Now, um, I'll, I'll be fact-checking uh, probably with Reginald in a moment, but um, New York City is, I believe, one of the most highly populated cities in the U.S., um, yet it's quite small, uh, according to Wikipedia again, 302.6 square miles with a population of over 8 million pretty phenomenal, and um, divided into five boroughs, I believe I'm
2: right in saying. Is that right, Reginald?
0: That is correct. And if you don't know what a, a borough is, um, how would you describe it to somebody?
2: So uh, a borough is basically, um, it's it's almost like a, a state, if you will, inside of a city. Um, each of the five boroughs have their own borough president, um, and they have their borough hall, if you will, um, where decisions are made in regards to what should be happening with the borough, in regards to housing, um, education, et cetera, et cetera, that all report into, or if you will, report into uh, the mayor of New York City. And, and on your, on your, um, on your uh, facts, I would recommend, of course, that you and everyone go to nycgo.com to get the facts and information about New York City. Uh, Wikipedia is nice, but I personally like nycgo.com, our website.
0: Couldn't agree more. We'll put a link to that in the show notes to go with this. Thank you, Um, And I think we're going to be learning a lot more as we go. So obviously, we're we're probably all familiar with the Times Square, the Central Park, and you can't help but turn on TV and see uh, New York City at some point on the screens. And I think we've all fallen in love with it um, on TV. But um, we're going to actually go a little bit behind the scenes of what we normally would see potentially, and start to look in those different boroughs to give people an idea of some of the things you could be doing and seeing. So uh, I think we're going to start with the Bronx, if that's OK.
2: Yes, absolutely. I'm so, thank you. Thank you. Against you. yes, the Bronx. I know many of, uh, many, uh, many travelers know of the Bronx and have heard of the Bronx because of the New York Yankees, uh, or I've heard of the Bronx because of hip hop. But uh, many people don't know what many people don't know is that um, the Bronx is actually the greenest borough in all of New York City, meaning that they have more parkland than Manhattan, than Queens, than Brooklyn or Staten Island. So there's the absolutely gorgeous and lovely uh, Wave Hill, which has fantastic views when you go there just for a a nice little uh, walkthrough or picnic Has fantastic views of the Hudson River. There's Pelham Bay Park. Um, you also have, which is lovely, the New York Botanical Gardens, where you can roam and walk free for hours and hours on, on end, just taking advantage and looking at the wonderful um, flowers and plants in that particular garden. And then one little gem that many people don't know about is this wonderful island called City Island, which is in the Bronx, which is absolutely delicious and delightful for um, fresh seafood. Also, if many people, as many people don't know, is that you can go sailing. Or yachting or boating I should say off of City island which is absolutely uh, a, a dream but of course you know many people don't realize that you can also go to the beaches in the Bronx so there's a lot to see and do regards to outdoor and indoor activity and yes go to a Yankees game absolutely there is also the uh, Bronx Museum of Art uh, that you can go and explore and have a wonderful time there as well so there's a lot to see and do and a lot of activities that are year-round in the Bronx and you know the Bronx is a actually fun borough, especially when you want to have cuisine from, as most Bronxites will say, the original Little Italy on Arthur Avenue. So you can delight yourself with the fancies of, of any type of Italian cuisine. These are really, really great um, shops to go into and pop into to get some prosciutto, to get some mozzarella. And the, 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 the characters, if you will, the owners of the shops are much, are really, really engaging and interactive. So it's a lot of fun to be able to walk in, like, you know, meet new, other New Yorkers.
0: Well, you, you just sold it to me. It, would, it sounds like there's so much to do in the Bronx that I just hadn't realized until Beaches. We love beaches. Uh, we're from Bournemouth in the UK and they've we've traveled the world to find, uh, experience different beaches. But I'm a sailor as well. So I love sailing. So, um, and food. Who doesn't like to travel and try different foods?
2: Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. I agree with
0: you. I, I saw Lauren smiling while we were
2: talking food.
1: <laughs> Definitely. 100%. That sounds good to me. And the fact that it's like the Little Italy as well, that sounds really interesting.
2: Yes. No, it's a, it's a, it's a great place to go. And there's a, um, there, uh, is, there's a, a couple of hotels that are in the area also. Um, and I will, once my memory comes back to me, <laughs> I will get you that hotel. Um, ah, the Opera House Hotel. Thank you very much. Look at my memory, doing quite well today. Um, the Opera House Hotel, which is a fantastic hotel as well, um, high ceilings, massive space. It's, it's a beautiful hotel located in the middle of uh, the Bronx. Uh, so it has easy access to transportation to get you back and forth in between. Going, if you want to go into Manhattan or going to um Bay Park or even to Wave Hill. So it's a great location, um, this wonderful hotel, the Opera House Hotel.
0: And is it a sort of a modern part of New York City or is it a very diverse? How would you sort of describe it?
2: I mean, New York City, New York city in and of itself is a very diverse city. Uh, you know, you have everybody from every possible country, um, every background, um, every ethnicity. Uh, so every borough has its uniqueness. But that's the that's the joys of New York City is the melting pot of New York City. It's just having everyone there hearing different languages, over 200, 200 languages um, being spoken on the streets on a daily basis. Um, the Bronx just adds to that. I mean, you know, many people, you know, many people think that, you know, the Bronx is uh, primarily uh, Latino or black. Yes, there's, there's that wonderful mix. And people think that people live in apartment buildings on a continuous basis in the Bronx. There's an area of the Bronx called Riverside, um, uh, Riverdale, I'm sorry, Riverdale, uh, on the west side of the Bronx, which has homes that are massive homes of about three to four to five, 6,000 square feet in size um, that have wonderful gardens, wonderful, fantastic views overlooking the Hudson River once again. So you have this kind of utopia of going from you know the quote unquote city life, if you will, if you're in a, if, if you're in the neighborhood of the South Bronx or you're in Pella Bay, to actually going to almost feeling like you're in the countryside by going to Riverdale. So it's that, so it gives you a nice mix uh, and to see what that's like. So I would say the same thing. I, say, I would say the same thing would apply for for example um, with Brooklyn, um, since I'm coming to you from Cobble Hill, Brooklyn. You know, and I. We'll speak a little bit more about that, but, you know, Brooklyn has, I think Brooklyn uh, has created its own brand and its own name in its own right. Uh, Brooklyn has... You know, a tremendous amount to offer in regards to activities for everyone. Uh, So when you first come into Brooklyn from um, Manhattan, you're crossing the Brooklyn Bridge, there's the wonderful Brooklyn Bridge Park. Massive parkland, about 800 um, acres of land where people can go and, you know, you can actually go uh, kayaking off of the Brooklyn Bridge Park. There is um, a lot of rolling hills. They have performances in this park. They also, it's also adjoining to the one-hotel Brooklyn Bridge, which is just behind it. And then, of course, you have uh, uh, Jane's Carousel, a famous carousel that you can go and ride a carousel if you feel like you were a child again um, there. And then you have, then, as you keep on going over there's a neighborhood of, called Dumbo, which is down under the Manhattan Bridge Overpass, which is basically a, a very tight-knit neighborhood of 26 blocks um, that make up that's between the Brooklyn Bridge and the Manhattan Bridge. And there is just, you know, it's, it's a really kind of unique area. It has artists, it has um, uh, St. Anne's Warehouse is located there where you can see from various performances. You have a uh, number of restaurants in, the, in that neighborhood. Um, so you, you have that kind of instant, like, Brooklyn-isms, if you will, by come, popping into Brooklyn from there. And then as you work your way um, through the, throughout the borough, there are different parts of the, of the borough that, you know, obviously I have aged out, but the Williamsburg and Greenport area, which is where all the hipsters live, um, all the cool restaurants, all the cool shops, all the cool dining, you know, you have Brooklyn Bowl where you can go bowling, there's, the, um, uh, there's, um, a, number of, there's a number of parks, and the restaurants there are, are absolutely outstanding, the bars are absolutely terrific, um, and the art scene in Greenpoint in particular is absolutely um, sensational. And then you take your way um, through, uh, through Brooklyn to going, towards, um, going south towards uh, Bensonhurst and Bay Ridge. And you can see like, the, all the local Italians, once again, even though there's a battle between the uh, Brooklyn, Bronx Italians and the Brooklyn Italians, because one thinks they're more original than the other, but they're all one big happy family. And then you make your way down to um, Coney Island, uh, which is a family-friendly area where you can go um, to Luna Park and go on roller coasters and bring your children to roller coasters. And Steve and Lauren, you can go to the beach on Coney Island and, and enjoy the, the lovely water and take advantage of the spectacular Mermaid Parade, which I know my lovely colleague Haley has participated in quite a few times. That um, takes place in June. Um, so it's, I mean, Brooklyn has a lot to offer. I mean, it's different neighborhoods, different areas, different things to do, family-friendly, all these fun activities. Um, so I would I would highly recommend people to take a look and see what's going on in Brooklyn. It's kind of like the cool thing to do. Um, but of course, when you pop over across the bridge, you head over to lovely Manhattan, and most people know Manhattan. So, it's,
0: which is obviously a great time to bring Haley in. But I've got so many questions coming into my head, Reginald. But I'll probably wait to talk about all the five boroughs and then come back to them because they probably all overlap. Um, Haley. I'm not going to let us go without talking about the mermaid experience, or we'll we'll come back to that. But um, Hayley, you're, you're probably the best person to be talking about Manhattan, so what can you tell us?
3: Well, Manhattan is certainly um, an extremely diverse island. You know, it's funny, I always remind my family, we live on an island here, really, for the most part. Um, of course, Bronx is, is part of mainland, but that's why we always go to the beach, um, is because we're, we're islanders. Um, but Manhattan has is, is always been a place of dreams. And I think that, you know, it continues to really exemplify what New York is all about. Um, certainly a huge diverse offering across the whole borough with food and, and, you know, Broadway, Central Park, everything you've seen in the movies and more. Um, And then, of course, I'm happy to be here um, talking about the newest neighborhood too, which is Hudson Yards. And um, this actually, we're all the way on the west side of Manhattan, so along the Hudson River here. Um, And we're right in the middle. So we're at 34th Street. And Really, what was here before us was just a rail yard. It was kind of the last frontier of Manhattan. Everything else had been built up and, you know, built up again. And um, we, uh, related companies, as the, the developer here, we um, were able to actually build a platform on top of those rail yards. So we were able to build up our little city within a city on top of it. Um, so Hudson Yards as a whole is really a multi-use development. Um, we have uh, residences here, offices. We have a, a performing arts center called The Shed, which does really modern um, and experimental arts. Uh, and then we have a shopping center, as well as two attractions, which are um, Edge, the newest observation deck here in the city, and Vessel.
0: So. I've obviously spent a little bit of time studying the, the website for um, Hutton Yard. It's stunning. Uh, I, I can't think of a, a other word to describe it, There's sort of, how can you describe those attractions to people? Because I mean, you really need to go and see the photos if you haven't seen it, but... Try and paint a picture for everyone.
3: Absolutely. No, they're they're very, both very visually stunning. Um, so I'll start with Vessel, which is really the centerpiece here at Hudson Yards. Um, it's right in the middle of our plaza. And it's be- very quickly become an iconic destination in New York City. And what it is, it's a sculpture that is designed by um, actually UK artist and architect Thomas Heatherwick. Um, so a little nice tie in there with our UKers. And he created it um, all designed around the idea of bringing people together in a community. So it was actually inspired by the water wells outside of Jaipur, India, where he spent some time as a kid. And that's where the whole community would come together to gather up water. Um, and so what he's done is created this sculpture out of interconnecting staircases. So there's actually 154 different staircases that all kind of connect together. And then you climb up about eight stories. Now from the outside, it looks a little bit like a um, a beehive or I've heard a, a you know a basketball hoop or things like that. Um, but really what it does is it allows you to to kind of interact at different levels and it's in a circular shape. So you're able to kind of get different views of the river, of the neighborhood, and then looking around Manhattan from there. And I promise it's not too big of a climb. Um, it is eight stories up, but it's, it's not too tough. Um, and it is wheelchair um, and accessible as a whole. Um, we do have a funicular inside to take up uh, those accessible guests. So that's Vessel. And then um, for Edge, which is our sky deck, we actually head up 100 stories to the top of our tallest tower, which is um, 30 Hudson Yards here. And the observation deck is on floor 100 and 101. And what makes it so unique is that um, we have our indoor viewing area, which is you know kind of around the core of the building, um, similar to other decks around the world. But we also have our sky deck that hangs out outside off the edge of the building and extends out 20 meters off the side. And so um, if you can picture in your head, maybe you've seen the Avengers movie with Stark Tower. Um, It has kind of a sky deck that stands out there like that. Um, It's really unique because it gives us a vantage point of New York City that really you can only get from an airplane or a boat. And because we're back on the water, what you can do is you can see all the way from Statue of Liberty, downtown, you can see, um, of course, One World, Brooklyn Bridge. Right in front of us on 34th Street is also the Empire State Building. And then you can look north. You see Central Park and then all the way up to the George Washington Bridge. Um, And that's my neighborhood. I live up in Washington Heights. Um, And you can do that with all just one turn of your head. It's really fantastic. Um, And then plus we like to kind of test your thrill level up there. So we have our uh, Skyline Steps which you can kind of think about as those red steps in Times Square, um, those TKTS steps, but a thousand feet in the air. Um, so we really wanted to give people an opportunity to kind of sit down and hang out. Of course, stop at our champagne bar and have a little moment, which is also good if you need a little liquid courage to step out onto our, our glass floor um so we're looking 305 meters below or 1100 feet um right down to 10th avenue so you can see the little yellow cabs and people you know walking below you it's it's pretty thrilling and then we do have all glass walls um from floor to ceiling um well there's no ceiling i guess it's open air but all the way up um and they do tilt out at six degrees too so if you're really brave you can go out and go ahead and lean out against the glass too i
0: volunteer lauren for this one
2: <laughs> Poor
3: Lauren.
1: Am I right in saying The Edge is where The weekend did his performance for the VMAs?
3: <laughs> That's right. Yes, The weekend. He was so great.
1: I remember seeing it and thinking how incredible it
3: looked on there. No, there, that was such a great opportunity. It was right before um, we had reopened. And so it was a great kind of celebration to welcome us back. Um, and we've been really lucky to have a few kind of celebrity moments up there so far. Of course, The weekend. Um, we also had J-Lo and Maluma up there filming their music video for Patti, um, which is fabulous. I highly recommend everybody see it, um, yeah. as well as a few photo shoots with Cardi B and, and other celebrities. We're really um, have been lucky to be very quickly a destination for folks to come and get that kind of iconic photo as well.
0: Fantastic. I'm, I, I'm a little bit nervous with heights, I have to say, and uh, I was doing so well up until the glass floor and the uh the- <laughs> the leaning out part
2: liquid courage liquid
0: courage
3: yeah we'll we'll get some bubbly at the champagne bar first and then we'll see we'll test your limits
0: <laughs> definitely so haley mermaids
3: oh I'm so glad that Reginald brought up the Mermaid Day Parade. It's actually one of my most favorite things to do in New York City. Um, So this is the official, unofficial opening of the beaches um, of the summer. Um, As Reginald mentioned, it takes place in June on the um, summer solstice. And what it is, is New Yorkers get down with their weird selves and dress up as mermaids and other sea adjacent creatures and um, march down the boardwalk of Coney Island out into the sea. And that is really um, the sim- the symbolic opening of the season. And it's a good time, and it's just New Yorkers being their most authentic selves, which I really, really enjoy.
0: And I'm obviously thinking of Lauren here, but are, are travelers allowed to get involved in that as well?
3: Absolutely. It, the parade is open to all, um, for both spectating and for watching. And it really is one of the most welcoming um, and exciting and inclusive places to be. I've had the um, good fortune of going as both a mermaid and a sea witch and an octopus over the years. And every time um, it, I leave with the biggest smile on my face. It's truly a reason why I love New York. I think if I
1: wasn't sold before, you've completely sold me on that.
0: So... We've only covered three of the boroughs so far. There's still two more to go. Um, so where would be next, Roger?
2: Oh, um, we can go to Queens. I, I think Haley did a fantastic job of giving you the rundown and um, exciting things that happen, that are happening in Manhattan. Uh, we can go to Queens. So Queens um, Queens is unique in the sense that uh, if you want to have, uh, if you want to try authentic cuisine from around the world, Queens is a place to go. So. Uh, for some reason, many uh, many um, New Yorkers who who have emigrated from different parts of the world have started in Queens and then branched off. So you can have your choice of Senegalese food. You can have your choice of Haitian food. You can have your choice of um, Indian food. That's that's so much more. That's really really authentic. You can have your choice of Afghani food. Uh, you can have your choice of um, Hungarian food, any possibility of food that you imagine to try. You come to you come to Queens, you can you can sample it. It's absolutely divine, and, and is we're super super lucky to have this kind of culinary um, delight in uh, in one borough. But of course, when you finish eating, you have to kind of work all that off, right? So there are a number of parks. There's uh, Gantry State Park, which is where the famous Pepsi Cola um, sign is located, which has. Glorious views of of Manhattan. Um, you also have um, you also have um, a Corona Park, which is absolutely beautiful. Also, where you can you know run around and kind of burn off some calories. Then, if you're a big tennis fan, as I am, there's the U.S. Open that's play that's um in Queens. Uh, also, right next to the U.S. Open is uh, the Mets. Uh, they play at City Field. I need to be, I need to say clearly City Field, not the other word um, when they do poorly. Um, so you can have your choice of, uh, you know, baseball or, uh, tennis at the, ten- at the tennis center, at, um, at the tennis center there. Um, then you have, you know, you just have a different, uh, choices. So you have different neighborhoods. So you have a neighborhood that's, um, that's predominantly, um, a Chinese neighborhood, Flushing, uh, where you have authentic, uh, cuisine, you have authentic experiences. Um, you, you go to Astoria, Greek, you know, you have Greek restaurants, everything's Greek and um, historic and it's absolutely wonderful. Um, and there's also, uh, for culture, there's also the museum, uh, MoMA PS1 also, and there's also the museum of the movie Image, which actually is a, a museum that's dedicated to filmmaking and TV uh, production. So it's kind of interesting to kind of see how, how certain movies or how films were made, how TV shows were produced. Um, so it's actually quite wonderful to have that experience to see that. Um, and, you know, Long Island City, it's an- another area that's, that's booming with a number of hotels um, in the area. So, you, I mean, you have, you, you have your choices of, of things to see and do. And if you're staying in Long Island City, it's a, very, it's a hop, skip and a jump on the subway uh, to get into Manhattan. Uh, from Long Island City, it's just one stop, and then you're at Grand Central Station. So the choices are yours in regards to what you want to do in, um, in Queens. And then I'll take you south to Staten Island. So Staten Island actually is is the is the borough that has the most residential. um, I should say. I know the word single family homes doesn't sound right in the UK because I was told that single family home in the UK means that it's only one parent or one person living in that home. Whereas in the US, a single family home is a home as detached. Okay. Yeah. So it's one family living in that home. So just to clarify that. So yes. So just to clarify, uh, Staten Island has is the borough that has the U.S. version of the most single-family homes. Um, but one of the things to do in, um, in Staten Island is, aside from taking the um, Staten Island Ferry and taking a fantastic picture of the Statue of Liberty, is to actually get off the ferry. That's one thing that a lot of vis- uh, a lot of travelers don't do is that they don't get off the ferry to explore um, explore Staten Island. Uh, right there, when you get off the the, um, the ferry, visitors are are greeted by the first ever outlet shopping uh, center in New York City which is called Empire Outlets. So there you can go and spend your pounds and we will be so happy that you do. That would be very very helpful for us. Um, But of course there is also a baseball field. Um, So the Staten Island Yankees that play right there in front of the um, Empire, let oh, they are the farm team or the um, the junior team to the New York Yankees. So if you haven't made it to the Yankees yet, and you're almost there, you start off with the Staten Island Yankees, and you graduate up to play for the um, New York Yankees. And then culturally, there's the uh, there's a Snug Harbor, which is a cultural center, which has amazing, beautiful grounds. They have uh, cultural experiences. They have various um, events that take place at uh, there. You also have, um, once again, because we want to make sure that the Brits have beach opportunities, there are a number of beaches on Staten Island as well. So there's there's a lot of things to see and do. Um, there's also the neighborhood of St. George that has an um, old theater um, located there, which is just behind um, the Empire Outlets, uh, which is absolutely a, a stunning, 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 stunning theater. Um, and there's a lot of restaurants and cuisine. So once again, there is the, um, the Staten Island Italians who are... Claiming that their you know their their cuisine is much better than the Bronx and Brooklyn Italians, but you know what? Like I said before, whatever cuisine, whatever Italian cuisine you choose in either one of those either one of those three boroughs, you'll be blown away. So there's a, there's a lot of um, options that are um, that you could that you could do and just walk around and just kind of explore um, Staten Island because it it it, it is an, uh, a borough that does need to be explored more by more people and you know really take advantage of. Going to Stuck Harbor and just getting kind of lost, which I think is one of the wonders of of being in New York City, is to actually walk and get lost because that's how you discover things. You know, so many people ask me the question, and probably ask Haley the question is, how was the best way to get around? Should I take the subway or should I take a taxi? I always say, walk is the best way to get around. You can explore things, you'll see things, you make your turn left and say, wow, I've never realized this restaurant, this shop, this store, this performance is taking place on this particular street and that's one of the beauties and joys of new york city is that something's happening everywhere constantly all the time
0: amazing stuff i was going to ask about getting around clearly you've covered that but one of the things i think we do in the uk is we often think of new york city as a, a city sort of as a uh, short break destination a, sort of uh, a long weekend maybe but just listening to you, you, you talking today, I get the feeling you probably want to spend a little bit longer to actually really take it all in.
2: Yeah. Yes. Um. I, I, I know that in the in the past, um, you know, previously, a lot of Brits would come over and pop over for like three or four days. Um, and have a like long, nice long weekend, but I think with um, so many things that are happening in New York, and I think you know, it, you know, since everybody has been kind of hunkered down, unfortunately, for the past year and a half, I think there is this new desired um, purpose to rediscover New York City, and you know, as we have just recently launched our tourism campaign called it's time for New York City, it's time for Brits to come back to New York City. So I think, you know, just being able to give yourself the time to explore uh, the areas or the attractions that you have seen before, but there's a number of attractions and things to see and do now. Um, so, you know, you you can't, so that's like, that's why I always tell people, it's always funny to hear um People tell me, oh, I know New York so well. I know New York so well. I know New York so well. And I say, well, I lived here for 20 years and I don't know New York at all. And I work for a tourist board. So I don't know how the, the claim of I know New York could come from others that, you know, it's, it's, it's just a massive city that's constantly having things going on. I mean, you know, you, have, you now have the, the Empire State Building has reinvented itself and has put in 40, I think $40 million to reinvent itself and re, re, reimagine itself on the interior. So it's a different experience there. Um, Moma has expanded by thirty uh, percent. The American Museum of Natural History has a new has um, their, um, their 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 emeralds and jewels uh, exhibition has been reimagined as well. So you have those classics that have been uh, reimagined, but then you have the new ones. You know, you have, for example, you have Fotografiska, which is in Manhattan, which is the annex of Fotografiska, which is based in Sweden, has opened up their first photography museum in New York City. Um, then you have, I mean, then you go over to, uh, the Louis Armstrong, uh, center, which is in, uh, Corona Queens. Uh, and that is, uh, if you're, if you're a jazz fan or if you're not, Louis Armstrong was a famous jazz musician, uh, and they have now, are now creating a, um, a center, almost a museum, if you will, of him and his work and just jazz overall. So it's those, there's those kind of, um, wonderful experiences you could take advantage of. As I mentioned before, you know, you go to, uh, Coney Island, Coney Island has now, a new roller coaster called the phoenix which goes 48 miles per hour which i'm ready to jump on in a second because it's like it looks absolutely fantastic but it's one of those it's one of those new things and one of those new experiences you can take advantage of in in the city so it's really really great and, it, and you have to really pace yourself or else you're going to exhaust yourself in new york city and and you know obviously going to um to the hudson yards neighborhood i mean you have almost everything there I and mean, you have Uh, You can work out. You can climb the vessel. You can you can see the top of you can see the whole city from the top of the um, of the edge. You can go shopping, like I like to do at um, (laughs) at the shopping center there, and then there are a number of restaurants. I mean, as Haley just said, like you have your choice there. So, and of course, also you have lovely views even from the vessel of the Hudson River. Like the Hudson River is a beautiful view from there, and just walking around and just to see how the area has changed. Also, so you can definitely pick your neighborhoods, if you will. You can pick your borough, you can pick your neighborhood, and you can pick your street um, in New York City. And you can stay there for like a week and still not be able to discover everything on that particular street or that particular neighborhood.
0: Lauren, I know um, you're keen to go to New York City. You've just heard loads and loads of things to do. What is, what's taking your fancy as to what you've heard today?
1: so I was just thinking about this because I always thought I knew I wanted to go to New York and you've got the main sites that everyone knows of like Liberty and things like that but from my understanding now is that every time you visit and every borough you go to it's going to be a whole new experience and so it's actually a lot to take in so I was going to ask for a first-time visitor I've normally had most people go and stay in like Manhattan or something for their first time would that be the best place to go and stay to kind of have your first trip there or would either of you? recommend something different?
2: Um, I, I personally would recommend um, something different, but it also depends on the person. Um, If the person is adventurous, then, you know, um, for the first time and they want to see because, you know, everybody's had a a year and a half to read up on New York City, just the cool things to do and different things to do. So I think, you know, it depends on the person, you know, but for the most part, most people do end up going to um, Times Square because, you know, they see it as a center. It's almost like going to um, central London uh, to stay there when you go for the first time. But then of course. If you come back again uh, as a repeat traveler, then you're going to want to like explore because at least with um, when you go to Times Square, you kind of get yourself centered and say, okay, this is where everything is. It's active, it's lively. You have 42nd Street, you have Times Square, you have Broadway, you have all the attractions. You can pop over to Hudson Yards, and then you know if you want to come back the following year, then you can decide on you know maybe I will stay uh, at the Equinox Hotel in Hudson at Hudson Yards, or I will go to you know the Hotel Beacon on the Upper West Side, or I will. We'll, go actually cross the river and stay at the one hotel, Brooklyn Bridge, um, or stay at at a couple of hotels in, um, or the Opera House Hotel in the Bronx. So it's really a matter of uh, what you want to see and do. I know that, you know, it's depending, you know, like I said before, depending on the the individual, you know, a lot of millennials are wanting to go for the first time. They want to go to Brooklyn because they hear that Brooklyn is a cool place to go and stay in Williamsburg and stay at the Williamville Hotel um, and, you know, kind of do those kind of fun things. Um and then others are, you know, other millennials are wanna stay like in Lower East Side or the East Village at hotels there. Um so but it's a matter of like who you are, what you want to do. I think it's that's that's the joys of New York is that New York City is for everyone. No matter who you are, where you are, what you wanna do, what you wanna how you wanna live, it's for everyone.
1: For sure. I didn't realise how adventurous you could get there. I always thought I'd go to New York, I'd shop and I'd eat, but you can go kayaking, you can go to the beach, you can go live your best life as a mermaid. And so there's actually a lot to consider now. <laughs>
2: Yes, yes, yes. It's 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 um it's it's um it's uh, you, if you were it almost feels like a sensory overload, but it's not actually. It's a sen- it's sensory delight because you're able to do and see all these different things. I think that's what that's one of the spectacular things about um, New York City is just the amazement of everything that's happening um, on a regular basis here.
0: And I guess this New York City really is an all, all year round destination.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Oh, so, yes, it is. Yes, absolutely.
3: Definitely, I'd say that. It, the city changes um, by season, and there's always different things to do. So if you come during the winter time, of course you can go ice skating in Central Park and Bryant Park. You get to see um, of course, the fabulous holiday lights, the tree at Rockefeller Center, things like that. Um, if you come in the springtime, you get, of course, the blooming trees, all of our trees here in New York Flower, um, which is really incredible. And the summertime, of course, the beaches, um, the Mermaid Day Parade, some of my favorites, plus picnics in Central Park. And then the fall is my personal favorite time here in the city. Um, You know, the temperatures cool down a little bit. And then you get all of the trees change colors. So all the leaves get those really iconic, you know, red and orange and yellow colors. Um, It's just so gorgeous. Plus, there's a lot of fun sort of Halloween um, things to do here in the city and I'm um, always a big fan of that. So it's definitely a year round destination. And whenever you come back, it's gonna be a little bit different.
0: And you, you've said it a few times, it's definitely a, a destination that people do want to keep coming back to, isn't it?
3: This is the beautiful thing about New York is that it's it's always new, it's always new New York. And um, it's one of those things that, uh, like Reginald said, I've lived here 11 years too. And I, I'm still finding new things to do and, and Some places where you might have had a favorite bar a couple years ago, now is your favorite restaurant, now is your favorite nightclub. Um, You know, things are always changing and and shifting and really keeping the city fresh.
0: Amazing. Well, I think we've covered so much in this uh, short podcast episode. I can't wait to go. I'm excited by everything you've said, not least the food. I definitely want to go to a, a, a baseball game um, just for the experience, but there's so many great things you've said. I, I think I'm going to spend a few nights in every borough um, because it's so much to do. Um, I can tell by Lauren's face that she's excited to be going and uh, looking forward to planning a trip. Um, so thank you both for your time, Reginald, Hayley. You've been amazing. Do check out social media if you uh haven't seen it yet so that you can go and see some of the things we've been talking about because um, you will fall in love with the city even before you've been I think that's the the key. Lauren any final
1: thoughts? No I've just got a lot to research now and get ready for a trip there I think.
0: So hayley Reginald, thank you very much for your time today.
3: Thank you both so much.
0: We'll look forward to coming and seeing you in the next um, uh, mermaid outing.
3: <laughs> we'll see you there.